Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy, will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Hey, Pixie Dusters. It's your favorite host, Sammy. And Ashley, welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. We are so happy you're here as we continue our month of Pixar. Yes. So in the famous words of Dory, let's get swimming. I said last episode there was a lot going on, but really it's this episode (laughs) that's a lot going on. Well, last episode was a lot of emotional things going on. True, true. Very much an emotional roller coaster. Because if you didn't listen to last episode, we talked about Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And if you are our age, you understand it's an emotional roller coaster of movies. But this episode, we are talking about the rest of the multi episode movie series. So, Toy Story, of course, for us, Toy Story needed its own episode. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, we can, we can do. Yeah. We're going to be covering Cars, which has three movies. Monster, Inc. that has two. Incredibles has two. And then Finding Nemo, which also has two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I feel like some of these, we might have a third one here soon. There's one, I hope. But I don't know. You, again, like we said last episode, you never know with Pixar what they got up their sleeve. No. And they wait years and years and years. And you're going to find mm-hmm. that out when we tell you the years that they're made. So, so how we're going to do this, <laughs> the order, we're going to do it in the order of the first one that mm-hmm. was made because there's second and third and fourth, like they're all intermixed. Yeah. So we'll start, we're going to go in the order of that. So the very first one that was made after toy or after kind of that toy story era was made in 2001 and it mm-hmm. is Monsters Inc. Oh, see another one in toys in Tomorrowland. Monsters yes. Inc. Laugh Floor. Yes. They have a whole laugh floor. Yeah. They have a whole laugh floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Monsters Inc. What are your thoughts, Samantha? I don't it's, know if I know what your thoughts are on this movie. Oh, it's a cute. Well, they're both cute movies. Yeah. I enjoy watching them. I really liked it as a kid, but part of that's probably because Sully, he's a monster, but he's so big and fluffy. He I, is. He's like a big bear. I just love it. <laughs> he just looks like he'd be so soft to touch. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And 
I don't want to get confused because I like Monsters, Inc. And then I like the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor that's at Mm -hmm. the Magic Kingdom. And Mm -hmm. so in my mind, whenever I think of Mike Wazowski, I kind of think of the running gag where, like, I'm the star of something, but then his face will be covered up or you can't really see him. And I always associate that, but I feel like that's more like a Laugh Floor thing. So I don't want to get my thoughts too jumbled, but... It's not. It's in the first movie. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I get it more from the running gags in the laugh floor where he's. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, the Monster Zinc is. You would think it'd be scary, but it's not at all. Even though they do actively talk about their whole plan is to scare children <laughs> in both movies until they figure out that laughter is actually the better way to power Monstropolis because that's what they're doing is they're trying to power their Mm -hmm. city. And I think that was just a really good little twist at the end that they figured out through our lovable main characters that laughter was the better way to hone in their energy than scares, which they've been doing for who knows how long before they figured that out. I, I don't know how long monsters have been around, but I feel like it's been a long it time. doesn't say, like, no. in the facts that I looked up, I it doesn't say. I don't think we're supposed to know. I think it's just one of those things we just... Yeah, I feel like they're supposed to be around the whole... Like, they've been around as long as humans have been around. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I feel like it might have been. Yeah, and I just love that Sully kind of... He obviously has heart to him, but he gains even more when they get stuck with little Boo, who makes it into the monster world where she is not supposed yes. to be. And the whole line where she calls him a kitty and everything is just, oh, it's so cute. There's a lot of cuteness for a monster movie. <laughs> there is. Yeah. There is a lot of cuteness. Mm-hmm. And I like their friendship. I like how Sully and Mike work together in the first one. Mm-hmm. They're kind of a partnership. And then in the second movie, which is technically a prequel, Monsters yes. University, we get to actually see that they weren't always friends, but how they actually came to an understanding and got to know each other and came mm-hmm. together to form this partnership that goes on into the first movie. So yes. Yeah. They're, they're good. They're cute. Monsters University is just interesting to me because you have, because in the first one you have the villain. Oh shoot. What's his name? Randall. Randall, thank you. He's evil. And then you see him in the net, like you want you yeah. Monsters University opens up and the first time you see Randall, he has glasses and he's a nerd. And you're like, wait a second, is this is the villain? And he gets he, you see where his evil comes out later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in Monsters University. But it's just funny to kind of see that development mm-hmm. and see the yeah. development of Mike Wazowski and Sully mm-hmm. and that kind of relationship come up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun little things that Pixar put into Monsters, Inc. They do that a lot with the Pixar movies. Yes. They started doing that. I mean, Toy Story was the first one, so you didn't really see that as much. They did more like outside of Pixar things Mm -hmm. like Star Wars reference Mm -hmm. and some other things. But there's a lot of other little things that was put into this one. Like this is where you can start seeing some Easter eggs and Mm -hmm. some different cameos. I didn't know this. Pixar came up with the idea with movies for monsters, Mm -hmm. Finding Nemo, Wally, and Bugs Life over a meeting in 1994. So Monsters came out in 2001, but Mm -hmm. it's been an idea since 94, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool. And Sully, you know how we were talking about technology last episode? Oh, yeah. So how Pixar, it's all about technology. Well, apparently their technology still wasn't advanced enough 
to develop or to do the movement of Sully's fur. So they had to create a brand new program to be able to automate the fur. There's over 2.3 million strands of hair on Sully. I remember they had to automate. Mm -hmm. I remember that, that they basically came up with their, a whole new thing to make him look like he did. And that's insane. When you think about it, Mm-hmm. 2.3 million hairs. Wow. Yeah, that they had to automate. That's ins- just, ooh, that's crazy. But oh it works because he looks so fluffy. So yes. it's worth it, Pixar. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. There's so many other things. I'm trying to find the good ones. Oh, Booze took to- Booze, which her real name in the movie we find, uh, is actually Mary Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Boo is her nickname. Her collection of toys is a treasure trove of Pixar Easter eggs. Yes. Among her toys are Luxo Ball, the Luxo Ball, so the yellow. You don't know what it is. It's the yellow ball with the star, Mm -hmm. and I think there's a red stripe. Jesse from Toy Story 2 is in there, and Nemo from Finding Mm -hmm. Nemo, which was released after Monsters, Inc. Mm -hmm. So Nemo was in there before, like, they were already fusing things together before some of those movies were out, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and you see these characters in a bunch of different cameos all over the place. Right. I can't even. I think we're doing an episode dedicated to it so because there's so many. Yeah, it's just so much. So many. Pixar just loves doing that. Yeah, I didn't know this. the The voice actor who did Roz, I love Roz. Okay, oh we gotta talk gosh. about Roz. Roz is that that <sighs> mean old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching, always watching. watching. I'm pretty sure I, no, I'm 100% sure I use that line in my maid of honor speech to your husband, Mm -hmm. telling him I'm watching him, always watching him. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I use that exact line. And I didn't know this. The same voice actor who plays Doug in Up is the voice actor for Roz, Bob Peterson. Well, who could tell? No one could tell. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so too, it's so different. I'm like, oh my goodness, he is very po- like he's very talented to be able to mm-hmm. do that nasally kind of oh, hair. Yeah, and yeah. then, hi, I'm Doug. Like, it's so different. So That's different. Hilarious. But it's I love so that. cool. That's yeah. a great fact. I just thought those would be fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Monsters Inc. Like the first one's probably my favorite. I think yeah, if I had to pick just, one, yeah. Monsters University was fun and it was done really well and just had a lot of fun elements to it. And you got to meet more monsters and kind of interact with that world a little bit more. But I don't know, the first one just, just so cool to get to that point where they don't need to scare anymore Mm -hmm. because Monsters University, they're still scaring because they hadn't found out yet. So I think it would have been cool. I don't think there's like a storyline for it. Maybe even like a short, like of what's happening now after yeah, I agree. I don't think you'd want a whole movie, but no, just to I see what's up. Just, yeah, like they what what they do with like Olaf. With Olaf, just has like Once Upon a Snowman short. Like yeah, just doing some sort things. of short mm-hmm. showing us like their own version of the laugh floor now that kind of coincides with the with the mm-hmm. ride. That would be really cool. Yeah. Any other? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. The only other thing, like these movies, you because there's so many other things going on in between. Like, so the first one came out in 2001, but the second one didn't come out until 2013. So it was 12 years later. That's something that happens a lot with Pixar when they do this. Other than Toy Story with their sequels, there's like loads of time in between. So it's pretty, you're like, wait, what? It's, you know how long it's been? Like, this is, I'm not a child anymore. Where are these movies? When I was a child. Okay. 
all right, okay, Pixar, I'll go see it, whatever. <laughs> Fine, take my money. <laughs> um, I'll see it anyway. The next multi-episode movie series was Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. which came out two years after Monsters, Inc. in 2003, which has become a huge movie yes. um, with kids, specifically, specifically because of Dory, because mm-hmm. then you get Dory 13 years later with Finding Dory. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is another one, like you were saying, this was a big deal movie when it came out. Mm-hmm. It just hit. It was everywhere. Everyone had seen Finding Nemo. Everyone was talking about Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. It was a big freaking deal. I, I mean, yeah. all of the Pixar movies, I feel like, are very popular. But I remember this one in particular was one that it was just like everybody had seen Finding Nemo. Well, right away, they changed a bunch of stuff at Walt Disney World. Like, the seas became the seas with Finding Nemo. You had Mm -hmm. Crush Talk. You had Mm -hmm. something with Dory. Like, it's... Mm They have a show in Animal Kingdom for Finding Nemo. Yes, they do. It, mm-hmm. it exploded when this movie came out. I think having Ellen DeGeneres and it helped. Probably, because she's... Yeah. In particular, okay. I think she was starting to take off with her talk show and all of that. Probably mm-hmm. around 2003. I mean, she, I think she'd been in it for a little bit. Because she's she's been on that talk show for a, for long, like a long time. time. Yeah, like, a really long time. I really enjoy it still. Like, mm-hmm. I'll watch clips of it and stuff. And, like, you... You are not going anywhere anytime soon. You do a really good job of being a talk show host. Mm -hmm. But I like all of the ways that Disney has incorporated Finding Nemo into Mm -hmm. the park. I think the Living Seas benefited from the addition of the little shell ride. I think that Mm -hmm. was a very good thing that they did that because let's be honest – Okay, so Epcot has always been a little more educational just because of how the park is, and that's well, that's what fine. Walt wanted. That's great. But it does benefit them, I think, to include things like this where you can incorporate the cartoon element in with the real-life things to get kids more interested in the animals themselves. So I think that was very smart of them. And honestly, I know we talked about this. So if you have not listened to it, you should go back to episode five, I believe it is, and listen to us talk about Epcot, Mm. where we can discuss how scary the original (laughs) Living Seas (laughs) attraction was. (laughs) And again, that's another reason why I think it's good that they updated it to include Finding Nemo. Well, it just makes me laugh because they have Magic Kingdom, which is just about it's just all about imagination and play and just that element and then you go to epcot and it i feel like magic kingdom was the creative side of the brain and epcot was supposed to be the logic side of the brain but the problem is especially with kids and as i've worked because i work in a i work in a children's museum right and i education degree all the things but with children it is all about they learn through play like that young age is all about learning through experiences and play and, and, and doing all the things. So when you don't give them something fun to mm-hmm. do along, they're not going to learn. Right. They're not going to learn it. So adding in the fun elements of the ride going around and then going to crushes, crush, crush talk or whatever, whatever it's called. Turtle talk. Um, right. Turtle talk. Thank you. Yeah. Those elements help the kids start to learn, like want to learn and, and, and get interested in those sorts of things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. hundred mm-hmm. percent. 
that movie is very, very well done. There's a lot of mm-hmm. action for fish. There's a lot of yeah. action scenes. Oh my gosh, the sharks. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of scary things that happen to them. And it's a good adventure movie, which you mm-hmm. wouldn't think with it just being these two tiny little fish going out on an adventure mm-hmm. to find, well, to find Nemo, who yeah. is lost. In a fish tank. <laughs> yeah, which we didn't know. And... I like uh, Will Crush when he shows up, the turtle. Mm-hmm. I think that's really great. And then I love the whole thing where Nemo had talked about like, oh, Sandy Plankton said that turtles live to be 100 years old or whatever. So then, of course, Marlin has to ask, how old are you? And then to find out it's true, they're like hundreds and hundreds of years old. Yep. And he gets to share that with Nemo later. I thought that was a good little tie-in to the film that he remembered that. What's the little girl's name? Darla? Right? Isn't she the one that's supposed to get the fish? Yeah, Darla. The dentist. She is scary looking. She is scary looking. I wouldn't want to go with her either. Honestly, she kind of reminds me of Sid. Yeah, a little bit. And she's a fish killer. I mean. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, the way she's manhandling everything. She doesn't understand living things. Yeah, and I do feel bad for those fish. And I'm like, why do they keep giving her fish? Like, she clearly cannot take care of them. Maybe you should give her something else that's not likely to die. Yeah, I know. Like a cactus. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Well, and this this movie is probably one of the most quotable movies mm-hmm. from Pixar. Because mm-hmm. you have, don't touch the butt. He touched the, the butt. You have, he touched the butt. You got, mine, 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 mine. Oh, those seagulls. <laughs> you have, just keep swimming. There's a lot of quotes yeah. mm-hmm. coming from Finding Nemo that you hear all the time and mm-hmm. it's it's just such a great movie to quote so much fun mm-hmm. yeah and to go along with finding nemo when they made finding dory i was highly interested in that because yeah. again this was one that i was like what what are you doing <laughs> another one interesting but it was good because again mm-hmm. dory like you said was very popular from the first yes. movie, so it makes sense to kind of go off of her storyline and we learn why she got lost and yep. who she's been looking for, which was her family. And mm-hmm. the great adventure going into the museum. Well, whatever. It was like an aquarium. The yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, something of yeah, yeah, that they ended up with. And I love Hank the he wasn't an octopus because he was missing a limb, right? So he was like a septopolis. Sept- uh septop septopod. Sept- whatever he was. I yeah. really enjoyed he's, Hank. He's some sort of squid. Yeah. I like Tank. <laughs> he was hilarious because was he just uh, was so over everybody's nonsense. But <laughs> yeah, he was right there with them involved. And I like at the end that they were like, no, no, you should come with us. Come be in the ocean. And they got him to come along. And now he teaches children, which is very cute. <laughs> I love just kind of how they created that undersea town world mm-hmm. of like the stingray is your teacher and you, mm-hmm. you go with him and, and learn about everything you learn yep you learn about everything and just some of the little elements like that is just really cute like pixar just does the they do a great job of the storyline but they also do just such a great job of the little thing like the little elements that they put in there the easter eggs the extra stuff to just really bring everything to life it's just so good I feel like you could really watch them out of order. Like they tie in together, but it's definitely one that Finding Dory stands alone. That yeah, you haven't really seen Finding Nemo. It's not like you're not going to be able to follow along with what's going on with Dory because it's not necessary to watch both. So 
Just well, just like Monsters Inc. and Monsters University, yeah. like you, you could really flip flop them. Um, same mm-hmm. with same with both of these. You don't really need to have them in order, like Toy Story. Like if you went out of order in Toy Story, you would have yeah. no idea what's going on. What is this toy doing here? What? <laughs> who yeah. who is this person? Like yeah, what's going on? Confused. Yeah, but yeah, these are just really good. Again, for adults, for kids, everybody can enjoy both of these movies. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really do feel like Ellen DeGeneres kind of is the star of that. Even the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, Dory is such a big character. Yeah. Dory yeah. is such a big character and such a great character. Mm-hmm. She's just so lovable. You want to squeeze her and hug her. But you can't. She's a fish. But, oh, fish are not food. And that was the other oh. one. Fish are friends, not food. That didn't really work oh, out too well for them. But, no, yeah. not so much. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to the next one. The old fish. Oh, the one that has a broken fin that helps Nemo get out. The the wise totally, old angry totally fish. I'm blanking on his name, but yes. It's fine, but you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Uh-huh. He reminds me, I feel like we have characters like that randomly throughout Pixar movies. Like, I feel like he reminds me a lot of a character in Cars. I was just going to say, mind I, as I know I, exactly who you're talking about. You know where you're going that. with that? Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like there's always that kind of cranky old mm-hmm. there a lot of the pixar movies you have a cranky old wise character mm-hmm. of some sort yeah that's true sometimes they turn out to be evil like the prospector but they're still yeah. there mm-hmm. but yeah yeah so good good movies go watch finding nemo and finding dory mm-hmm. yes very cute next on the list this one came out the ye- the first one came out the year after finding nemo pretty much pixar was just like on a rampage throughout just the movies boom 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 yeah and this one is the incredibles mm-hmm. Yay! Oh which i think is really cool because the superhero movies like marvel movies were starting to take off during this time so i think mm-hmm. it was really cool to do a animated version of a superhero movie because not not all of the avenger movies are little kid friendly mm-hmm. they might still take their kids to watch them which i don't agree with but mm-hmm. i feel like this was a better kind of role it was kind of cool to see the incredibles because the very first one to 2004 i don't know if i said it the very first one is a superhero family well you see how the mom and dad meet they're Mm -hmm. both superheroes and they it's so cute because they're like fighting crime they're like you're gonna be late and then they go to their wedding and no one knows what's just happening so it's cute you finally see them fail like that's the Mm -hmm. one thing that i thought was really cool about this superhero movie is you you finally see them not being worshipped mm-hmm. and had to go into hiding. Like it's a yeah. totally different stretch from what we're used to mm-hmm. with superhero movies. Now, if you're thinking Marvel and you're like, well, actually, what about Civil War? And what about this? And what about that? Uh-huh. That was way after this movie. This was the first one you did it. So just shut your trap. So <laughs> sorry. No, but it's true. This was the first one that was superheroes or outcasts. Yeah, and they were, uh, yeah, and you have Violet and Dash, who, of course, their their superpowers are just so much fun. And Jack-Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jack-Jack. He's the best. Jack-Jack is so cute. And he gets better in the second movie. <laughs> he so gets better in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I also liked how in this movie, when the Incredibles were coming back, mm-hmm. like how they, they had their secret or their, their secret comeback, is it wasn't, it wasn't Mr. Incredible that they wanted. They wanted... Elastigirl, and mm-hmm. it was showing that kind of 
bringing out that feminism a little bit and Mm -hmm. just the whole storyline is just amazing and of course there's the famous line of woman where's my super suit (laughs) oh i can't even say the line without laughing something like i'm the most important thing you'll ever need like just the back and forth i now i forget the line oh my gosh it's so funny though so funny Mm -hmm. yeah there's humor and there's adventure Got a very good mix. And then I think yes. the storyline where it's this family struggling to be normal, but they're never able to really be normal. And then yeah. how, well, not really all the kids. Dash really wants to be a superhero, but Violet's really like, oh, I don't know about all this. I just want to be a kid. I don't want to deal mm-hmm. with all this. And how she comes around, I think is really cool too. But it's more about the family working together. Mm-hmm. to support yeah. each other and it's a good metaphor i mean they're fighting crime and everything but it's just mm-hmm. the whole element of them all working together and using their different strengths and mm-hmm. acknowledging that the kids can help because they have things that they can bring to the table too that the parents mm-hmm. don't have to just do everything yeah With, like i said even in the second movie jack jack is a big part <laughs> of coming to save the day even as a baby Jack Jack is like uber powerful. Like that baby, uh, he, they don't watch it. They need to raise him right or he could become a super villain. Uh, Jack Jack is a special, special, special little baby. I love in the second movie the scene where Bob is having to watch the kids and deal with everything because Helen is off and doing her last girl thing. And when he finally figures out that Jack-Jack has all of this stuff going on and just that entire scene where Jack-Jack is doing the lasers and the fire and he's just like, what is happening with this kid right now? And he's like amazed by him and also freaked out at the same time. That entire scene is so hilarious with the raccoon. It's just so, so funny. Every time I watch it, I crack up. I can't get oh. of little Jack Jack and his antics. And then I love how they kind of figure out how to deal with it. But he's mm-hmm. not, Bob is not doing a very good job <laughs> because Jack Jack throws fits. So he takes him to your favorite character. Yes. Edna Mode. She is yeah. so amazing. She is so tiny and such a and- boss. So fierce, like mm-hmm. so fierce. Mm-hmm. No, darling. Capes are out. No capes. No capes. <laughs> I said no capes. And then she's so offended in the second movie when she's just like, why didn't you come to me for your suits? Like she's literally like, what well, is so wrong angry. with you? And then I like <laughs> how she just bonds with Jack Jack. Mm-hmm. That is so funny because you would oh not expect gosh. it because at first she's just like, what are you leaving me with? And then by the end, she's just like, I've got it. Come and watch. Come and see. And then runs through <laughs> all the like, scenarios. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's amazing <laughs> what the suits do. It's just yeah. literally amazing. All of the little things. She's a genius. Yes. Oh, and my Edna, goodness. Edna is great. I love her. And it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the my favorite. I have a picture from the D Trend store in D, in downtown Disney. Or 
Disney Springs, whatever. And it's Edna, like, of course, saying they're saying, you look fabulous, darling. And mm-hmm. I just love it. Actually, it was funny. So at the museum this weekend was our Halloween weekend. We did it the weekend before. And I decided that I was going to dress up every day because I was doing photos and I wanted the kids to feel I wanted to dress up with the kids. Well, two days ago, I wore my Red Riding Hood outfit and I had my cape on and I was actually walking around and I thought in my head, I heard Edna in my head saying, no, darling, no capes. It's, it is bad. And I'm like, oh no, why is Edna in my head? Oops. Granted, <laughs> yes. granted there was kids walking around in, in, in incredible outfits, yes. incredible of course there was. costumes. So that's why I think it got in my head, but it was really funny. Yes. But uh, I just love these movies. I could watch them over and over and over again. Yeah. I need to watch the second one. I have it in so long and it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are some Magic of my favorite so ones. funny. Anything else? No. I probably could talk about it forever, but. Okay. We have we'll things move to on. <laughs> Okay. So the last one. Oh, I didn't say this. The second Incredibles came out in 2018. So we oh, only had right. to wait. We had to wait 14 years for that oh, one. Oh, this was one for sure. I know I talked about it in the last episode with the last Toy Story that came out, but. Uh-huh. This was definitely one all over social media that everybody was like, listen, all the children don't even bother going to opening weekend because all of the millennials <laughs> are going to buy up all these tickets to go and see Incredibles too, because we have been waiting 14 years. Yeah. Well, we have been waiting on Pixar to get this together. So you might as well not even try and get your ticket because we're all going to be there in the seat. <laughs> That well, because I'm pretty sure, like, they announced that they were going to do a second movie, like, not even two or three years after the first one came out. And then we were waiting and waiting and waiting. And exactly. finally, they're like, oh, we'll be out, da-da-da, 2018. You're like, finally! Ah. Oh, I was so happy when I figured that out. Oh, my gosh. That was a great day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Sammy. I hope you're having as much fun listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast as Ashley and I had recording it. Don't forget to check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com for even more awesome content. I have a show with my husband, Robbie, detailing how our lives changed when he developed chronic pain after a 2017 car accident. Plus, Ashley will soon be producing a spiritual show with an uplifting message, and there's so much more. We have merchandise available and information about our Patreon account, where you can help fund our growth and get rewarded with cool prizes, anywhere from a shout-out on one of our shows, to guest appearances, to a chance to host your own episode. So go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check back for updates and more content. Okay, so the last one, the last one is a trilogy, and I hope they stop there. Please, no more. This is my dad's favorite, so I have seen all of them multiple times over because my dad absolutely loves these, and it mm-hmm. is Cars. Cars is, is Cars 1, 2, and 3. The first one came out in 2006, so our senior year, and then we didn't have to wait very long for the second and third, which kind of made me laugh. I'm like, all these other movies, we had to wait 10 plus years, and then Cars, we had three of them within 11 years. 11 years we had all three i just i i, I don't cars understand did, that. cars got really popular when it came out and i think they just had the like they had the ideas and just went with it a lot quicker yeah i know so the first cars came out in 2006 the second one 2011 and the mm-hmm. third one in 2017 the first one i absolutely did enjoy i loved it lightning mcqueen is this cocky 
race car driver, which honestly is what I think every race car driver's like. Like in my head, they're all like this. Most likely. Even before cars came out, like this was just my mindset because I hate we grew up in Indiana, so NASCAR and Indy 500 and all the things were huge and mm-hmm. just annoying. So annoying. Yeah. So you have this cocky car who gets dropped out of his semi, which just makes me laugh because mm-hmm. he's on his way to like this final piston cup race and he gets caught speeding and then destroying mm-hmm. things in town and now needs to redo the road. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck there because he has no headlights and he has mm-hmm. like all these different like he, he's this formula car that has nothing on him and throughout the journey he meets all these amazingly eccentric characters you got the sheriff who's just like the heart like that 50s type of sheriff you think of when you think of 50s sheriff you got, you got Flo who is in charge of the cafe who's mm-hmm. very just like she's miss cool and Mm -hmm. her her husband is the same way you got mater oh my gosh mater mater is like amazing (sighs) mater is that he's a rusty old tow truck who doesn't have a hood on his on his head on his front of his vehicle and he's just he's that he is that classic southern character you think of when you think of like hick town yeah, he is like Anywhere. a bumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a bumpkin. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's some other. Oh, what is? Oh, what is the van's name? Oh, the one that's he's the hippie. The hippie. <laughs> I can't remember. There's a hippie one. I like. Him There's too. an old military guy. There's, There's so old, many. Old, so yeah. many eccentric characters, and then of course you got the female character that, of course lightning falls in love with Mm -hmm, but she helps him she helps him see there's more to life than just racing oh and then of course we can't we can't miss doc Mm -hmm. doc hudson Mm -hmm. doc hudson's this old racing car and he's he's grouchy and he's the one who reminds me of the other the fish from the finding nemo Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure they're the same voice and he lightning is trying to learn from him because Mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to drive on a dirt road and loses because of it and he's trying to figure it out and doc finally like helps him out a little bit and in the end of the first movie they're all good and yeah Mm -hmm. he he doesn't win which i love like Mm -hmm. most like you don't expect it you think oh lightning's gonna win lightning's gonna win exactly but he doesn't he shows like car shows that winning is not everything Mm -hmm. helping others is more important important Mm because he helps the older car get to the finish line for his last race so he can at least have that Mm -hmm. and and show that winning isn't everything and it's just i don't know it's it is a really good movie and i think that's why my dad loves it so much yeah because of the values and all the things yeah it's it's got good like you said it's got good values because at the beginning Mm -hmm. that's all he wanted was it was just race and win and that was the most important thing in life and then he came to figure out that there was a lot of other things out there that are more important and worth spending time on and worrying about yes. Yes. in the race. And then Cars 2, of course, is more like, it should have been Mater. <laughs> should have been called That's Mater. basically, yeah. He's like the star of the, the second yeah. one. Yeah, because Lightning is going on a world racing tour with all these different types of formula car racers. Mm-hmm. And there's European racing is much different than American racing. American racing is you just go around in a circle, you go left, like three, four, five hundred times. And it's just very, very boring. <laughs> yeah. Why I don't watch. The European racing is very different. It's actually on the streets of Europe. It's different tracks. Like there's dirt, there's asphalt. There's just, and it's just winding. And it's like this one big track. So they're going on this tour while Mater gets stuck in this 
kind of Bond adventure where he ends up being mistaken for an American spy. Right. For like, what? <laughs> and he gets stuck with this, this British car agent from MI6 and mm. they're trying to save the cars because something is wrong and there's all these lemon cars. And if you don't know what a lemon car is, it's like the old junker cars that we don't really, you don't really drive unless you're like 16 and super poor and it's the only thing you can afford. And, and it's just this cool kind of adventure. And there's this rift between Lightning and Mater because Mater, like Lightning doesn't believe Mater and Mater does, can't tell him what's going on. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I don't, like the ending kind of all like comes together really quick. I feel like yeah, they ended I agree. it too quickly. Yeah. I mean, everything still made sense. Like the storytelling was still right. But just in my mind, I feel like they should have started the, I don't know. It just, I would have done it differently. Mm-hmm. The ending would have. I probably would have done a little bit slower, but it still mm-hmm. was a really good movie. It was cool to see Mater kind of in his own little element and have mm-hmm. that fun with him because mm-hmm. he is a very popular character. He has his own short series for crying yes, out loud. Because he's just so funny and Mater is just, he's Mater. Yeah, he is. He is just himself. Unlike, you know, Lightning McQueen had to kind of figure out, had to find himself, I guess, in a way. Yeah. But Mater is just Mater. Yes. He may be he silly and country and that, like you said, like Hicksville, <laughs> uh-huh. but everybody loves Mater because he's true to himself and he's a true friend and, you know, you can count on him. And But I agree with you. I mean, it was basically like Cars 2, like the Mater story. I mean, it, was, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the really... Adventures a, of Mater. <laughs> Lightning was there and yes, he had a big storyline, obviously, but it was a lot of Mater in the second one, which yeah. they probably did do because he was so popular from the first movie. It yeah. would make sense. Larry the Cable Guy does Mater. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, I believe, the peak of, during the peak of, like, Larry and some of those whole, other comedians. Yeah, that, their whole Yeah, shtick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah there was, right. like, four of them together or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was a good, like, kind of middle piece for everything going into the third movie, which, honestly, when they said they were going to do a third movie, I kind of groaned. I was more like, where's Incredibles 2? <laughs> that was me. That was me. I had to wait another year. But that was my thought was, what are you doing, Pixar? You, this is the third movie, and I have not gotten another Incredibles. This that was all over the internet, too. Like, that I was, was like. Salty. I was another. Blowing up. Yeah, I was very, oh my goodness. very salty about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, and it's just like, okay, so Cars 1 was amazing. Cars 2 was great. For me, it felt kind of weird to do it. Like, they should have just called it Mater and did something totally different. And then when they said they were going to do a third one, I'm like, what else can you do with the car? Like, what are we going to have? Lightning win the Piston Cup? Like, what's what's going on? So this one, Lightning is older. He's now a veteran racer. He's not the newbie anymore like he was in the first one. And they're going to the Piston Cup series or going through the Piston Cup series. And there's this new generation of rookies and his name, I had to look it up. It's Jackson Storm. And it's all about kind of Storm is the new lightning, kind of. He's, he's the one that is winning the races. Lightning's having issues with going against him. And there's this kind of whole storyline. And honestly, it was kind of for, like, forgettable for me. I know they did it really well because it made sense in the end, but by the end of it, you're like, okay, so Lightning is the new Doc Hudson, 
Storm is the new lightning. And if you give me any more of these movies, I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, just stop. Yeah. And honestly, like I said, I'm looking at it right now because I was trying to remind myself of the plot line. And even as I'm reading mm-hmm. some of it, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. And I've watched it like three times. I literally have never seen the third one. And I didn't bother to watch it. Yeah. Sorry, Cars I mean, 3. I went with my dad because my dad loves the Cars movie. Yeah, it, it makes like a It was yeah. a father-daughter moment. In a twist of fate, Lightning, I forgot, Lightning starts getting coached by this new racing coach. Her name is Cruz Ramirez. And she reveals during this time that she actually wanted to be a race car driver. So through the movie, it kind of transitions and Cruz, instead of lightning racing the last race, Cruz races the last race. And that's when lightning becomes her coach. And so it's storm against Cruz and Cruz actually does win the race. And she oh, okay. then becomes a racer with Dynaco, which is the original, like, one that Lightning was going after. Right. So it's kind of like she was able to get everything that Lightning kind of wanted, mm-hmm. but realized that that wasn't really what he wanted. Right. So yeah. McQueen, at the end, ends up being her trainer like Doc, and it's kind of that relationship. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. But I think we're over. I think it's done. No more. No more cars. Not unless you're going to give me an Incredibles 3 before that. I want Jack-Jack to be a grown... Like, I want a movie of Jack-Jack a little older and him trying mm-hmm. to figure out his powers. Because there's so many. <laughs> so many. Yes, I agree. I would really be interested to see more of that family and what happens. 100%. It's so cool to mm-hmm. see that family. Out of all of the multi-episode ones, that's the one that needs to have another one. Like, yes, everyone it could else definitely needs continue. To stop. I don't think the other ones really need anymore. Mm-mm. Cars didn't need more than one. Yeah, the first one I liked. Yeah, but the second one I've only seen maybe once or twice, and then I never watched the third one. So, yeah, we didn't need the third one. The second one, instead of calling it Cars, it should have been called Mater and been its own one stop, one mm-hmm. one shot. Yeah. We did need Finding Dory, so I'm glad they did that. Yeah, that was a good movie. We didn't need Monsters University. Like, they didn't. Oh, it was cute. It It was cute, but they didn't need it. If we never had it, it's still, Monsters, Inc. by itself would have been fine. Yep. Without the preview. Yeah, so those are the Mm multi-episode or multi-series movies. The next one, are we splitting them? I think we're splitting them. <laughs> we'll be doing a lot yes. of like the the one the standalone ones here in the mm-hmm. next next episode. Yeah, because the last episode we will. I'm going to attempt to dive into the Easter egg world <laughs> and multi story world of yeah. Pixar because there are a lot of connections. It's insane. A lot of connections. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's been so much talk I've seen on the internet about, okay, do all of the Pixar movies take place in the same universe or do they not? And there's just so much information out there. I feel like they do. Well, there, which we'll get into, yeah, but there will. are a lot of things that do tie in together that would make it appear as though they're all on some timeline Yeah, together. What that yeah. is, I don't have really any idea, but there are a lot of things that connect them all. I've done re- like I've done a lot of reading on it before, and a lot of it made sense until they brought in Brave. When Brave got put in, I'm like, 
and their their explanation of brave i'm not going to say it because i don't want to ruin the that last episode Mm -hmm. but i'm just like "Mm, that is a stretch yeah we'll talk about that yeah not really (laughs) include that one but the other ones they are definitely a lot there are a lot of tie-in elements yeah that you don't even know probably or maybe you do. I don't know. And and with Pixar, you can do it because there there was I read an interview that from someone from Pixar that said they intentionally have connected all yeah. of them. Unlike the stinking people on the internet who try to connect all the Walt Disney World animation ones. No. Nah. I didn't talk about this in Frozen, but I'm just going to say it now because we're here. I am so thankful for Frozen 2 in the fact that it debunked the Little Mermaid connection. Mm-hmm. And the Rapunzel connection. Mm-hmm. He debunked it all. Uh, now Rapunzel showed up to. She well, was yeah, there, they still do. They still do that, those tie-ins. Yeah, but, but not, that doesn't mean no. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like they're yeah. friends. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> That's it, people. Stop it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Should we wrap up? Yeah, I'd say we are at the end of this episode. So, thank you for joining us, as we always do. We'll remind you to make sure you subscribe and like all of our social medias. So we have the at Pixie Dust Twins podcast on Instagram. You can also follow us individually. You can also follow at Limitless Broadcasting, which talks about all of our podcasts. And Mm -hmm. then Ashley's going to tell you all of the other millions of things you should also check out. Yes. And make sure to check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com where we have a link to all of our other or all of our other podcasts. Sammy's in a pharmacy one and one with her husband talking about chronic pain. And then I have a faith-based one that is newer on there. So make sure you check those out. Make sure you go to our shop and shop all of our merchandise. Not only our Pixie Dust Twin merchandise is on there, but other podcast merchandise is as well. We do have some awesome downloadables that you can download talking about finding your inner princess. Mm -hmm. And it comes with a bonus story written by me. And then there's also one about if you are going through Disney withdrawal, like me sitting in Nebraska, there is a guide to help you with your Disney withdrawal on there as well. And last but not least, we have a Patreon account, which is a place where you can go and donate money to our company to help us get to a place of being able to afford this all. And there's some fun things on there. Like maybe if you sign up for a certain amount, you can be on an episode with me or you get a shout out with us, or you might get to hear an episode that we have recorded, but not have put out publicly yet, that sort of stuff. So definitely check that out. So in the words of Mater, since we've been talking about cars, goodbye. Bye. start out your week with a positive outlook? Join me, Ashley Danny, as I share inspirational stories and messages about our creator and savior. You can find me bi-weekly on the 139.14 podcast brought to you by Limitless Broadcasting Network on any of your favorite podcast streaming services. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.